T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's money that people got this summer in time to help uh, deal with inflation going forward. And I am somebody that believes it's really important. We've talked about our fixed costs for an awful long time. A lot of that is unfunded pensions that nobody paid into on both sides of the aisle for 40 years. We're going to continue to pay down those unfunded pension liabilities. I'd give half of it back. Uh, that $6 billion is money that Governor Lamont has taken from taxpayers that he doesn't need right now. And let's understand why we have a surplus today. The reason we have a surplus is Governor Lamont raised taxes by $2 billion his first year in office, and we got $6 billion from the federal government. I agree to a certain extent that we should pay down pension debts, but we should uh, use some of those funds to close the achievement gap and make strategic investments in our infrastructure. I want to welcome Rick Green, managing editor at WTNH, longtime um, reporter, then columnist, editor, then EIC. It wasn't even an EIC was the title. What was it? Director of – what was the title? Uh, director of Communications, I think. No, no. Uh, for the current? Oh, for the current. No, I was uh, okay. Director of Content. Director of Content. Whatever the hell that means. Um, thanks for coming in. And, you know, Rick's – people um, – you wouldn't know this, but you know, Rick and I have been communicating in a lot of different ways off the mic for several months, and I really appreciate, as I've settled back into Connecticut, um, the relationship. So it's good to have you in. To me, I, you know, before I project my own, my own, what did you think of the debate yesterday? And WTNH has it. What November? Uh, November first, Mohegan Sun. Nice the yeah. casino. Have yeah. an overnight stay, maybe play yeah. a little cards after. Um, what did you think yesterday? Uh, I think Lamont had one job yesterday, uh, protect the ball, and he did not fumble. He didn't throw any great passes or score any touchdowns, but he didn't, uh, he didn't blow it. And so in that sense, he won the debate. If you were scoring it like a, a, a debate, I'd give it to Stefanowski. He probably scored more points, yeah. but they didn't meh. You know, that's my final sense. S- Stefanowski, to me, was decidedly better Yes, but it, the question is, does it? You know, he's another poll comes out yesterday. He's behind fifteen, so yeah. all three polls take taken for what they're worth are double digits, and and so the question is, does it does it matter? And and I also go like his, and I like. I mean, again, like I'm I'm independent, and I've had great conversations, and he's very smart on policy, and he's a moderate, so it's not like you can paint him as an extremist. But like his he his resting like his countenance seems. Not you know he doesn't smile a lot and and he seems almost overly serious sometimes. Yeah, and then balance that against Lamont, who uh, strangely enough, the sort of uh, kind of happy, even slightly goofy, goofy persona people have grown to really like and feel comfortable with. And 
Bob is talking about, you know, hard times and dark clouds on the horizon and the state falling apart. I, I don't think people want that right now. Well, and it's hard to supplant a Democrat incumbent in Connecticut with a balanced budget. But my, but the point about the money is is a fair point. I mean, without the federal government, Connecticut would be in a oh, boatload of trouble. Without this $2 billion gift from p- the pandemic, yeah, we'd be in a lot of trouble. And uh, I am surprised Bob has not talked more about, okay, uh, Ned, you've had a pretty good run. What's your plan? We've heard nothing about what Ned wants to do for the next four years if he's reelected, and now he has to work for work with the legislature, not get all this federal money. I'd like to hear a little more vision from the governor, frankly. Yeah, and you haven't had it. What is when you look at the fact that he lost by what a couple, three, four points the yeah. first time around, and now it's 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 a wider lead. What is Stefanowski's problem? Like what? Because I, I said like his his if you just take out the name. And the party and listen to some of his takes, yeah. they are strong Well, takes. It's, it's interesting because our polling shows that what people are saying they're going to base their vote on are things like inflation, uh, the, the cost of gas, uh, butter, or milk, or, and yet they're not taking those concerns and supporting the candidate who's making a big deal about that. You know, Bob's talking about all the, 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 the problems we're going to face. Uh, if you listen to him yesterday, he sounds like a Democrat. He's like, let's let's pay, you know higher wages for for teachers and cops. Well, of course, that'll mean higher wages for state employees with right. the way contracts work. And Ned's talking about you know more fiscal conservatism. Bob wants to spend the the rainy day fund. Ned wants to pay down our debt. So it's it's a funny little mix here. You're like, who's the Democrat? Who's the Republican? Uh, you know, in the end, I think people are feeling like you know the state is doing a little better and. I kind of like Ned. And there are major problems. I mean, listen, this, the urban part of the state is yeah. a mess. And, yeah. and there is the haves and have-nots disparity is borderline disgusting. And yeah. I don't know how to solve it. So, like, there are problems. But the average person in Connecticut doesn't feel terrible right now. And that's a hard way to, to, to get a somebody out of the governor's office. Yeah. And yet, you know, Bob's right about taxes. Wouldn't we all like to eliminate at least the car tax, Right. Uh, Which and, is awful. Yeah, I mean, and and Ned didn't do, really do much about property taxes. Now, neither has any other governor in recent memory. So there are these fundamental problems in Connecticut, the cost of living here. But there's also a sense that things are a little better now than they were four years ago. We're talking with Rick Green, managing editor at WTNH. I have a whole – I mean, I, I want to talk – we just had Dominic Rapini on, and I want to talk about that race a little bit too. All right, we're back here with Rick Green, managing editor of, the, uh, of WTNH. Um, and I want to talk journalism too, but I, w- I want to stick with the politics here. We just had Dominic Rapini on, and and I, I don't know if you saw the, yeah, the New York I, Times piece, yep, yep. a pretty big hit piece of him being an election uh, denier. And then you have uh, Leora Levy, who is pro-life and and very much intertwined with Trump. And, and maybe that's part of the part of the issue with Stefanowski too, is that there's no united front here. I mean, he has to distance himself right. from those two as much as possible. It's tough to be a Republican running for office in Connecticut right now. I mean, you have uh, on the far right, uh, Leora Levy, and you have Bob, who's a, certainly a centrist. And then you have the, the first district nominee, uh, uh, what is his name, Larry Laser. Yeah. Uh, he's a more liberal Republican. Yeah, and really so, nice guy, too. Yeah, so what do you do, you know? Right. And I guess they don't have a lot of unity rallies, but yeah, it's tough. We're going to have Ben Proto on tomorrow, yeah. and— 
I mean, he's going to talk the book, but I mean, it's it's a brutal and and it's not personal. But the Levy victory was such. I mean, I haven't Blumenthal yeah. would be pounding on our door to talk every week, and he yeah. is not. And he always says that he he campaigns like he's ten behind. He's not campaigning like he's ten behind. Right. I mean, we're trying to line him up for a debate uh, on WTNH. So far, unsuccessful in that effort. I think he's. Don't make mistakes, right? right? I mean, what. Any debate is probably going to favor the Republican. Well, you could say that, but I, I mean, I watched your debate yeah. with the Republican primary, and I thought yeah. Levy was the weakest of the three, and she still won. But yeah. I also, like, I understand it. Like, I said it with Lamont earlier. It's like, I'm frustrated that there aren't more debates, but if I yeah. were Lamont's camp, I wouldn't take more debates either. I, why? Why, why would, would you, you do that? Yeah. Except that I know that Lamont has a thing about sort of the, you know, democracy, and he feels it's his obligation to do a few debates. Uh, he's told us that. So I think. We'll see a couple with the governor. Is there anything you learned from yesterday's form? Because you're probably integral yeah. in planning this about approaches or style. Um, you know, I think debates sometimes, I don't think people realize how difficult they can be from a talent perspective. Um, did you learn anything yesterday of what you might do in November? Uh, I think uh, questions are really important. You got to push them on some of these things. You know, like there were a few. Uh, Questions about affordable housing yesterday, which like everybody's eyes glaze over, but it's such an important topic for Connecticut. I think we got to push the, the questions have to push the candidates more, not let the governor get off on, you know, falling back on his record or Bob get off on, you know, just saying he's going to find savings in all the state agencies. You know, we I think the sharper questions are definitely the most important thing. Well, here's my pushback question. Why not include – listen, Hodling was yeah. a little out of his element. He's he's not well, as experienced or as, as strong, but why isn't he going to be there with you? He is going to be there Oh, you us. So initially he yeah. wasn't. Initially, but uh, we are going to include him now. I mean, I think – Is that have, news now? Once you have him, sure. Once you have him in the Channel 30, uh, Channel 30 NBC 30 debate, uh, we feel obligated to include him now. I thought he was the smoothest operator yesterday. He seemed most comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, I mean he and he and he speaks didn't well. Say anything. I didn't think he yeah, he didn't he didn't come across as strong and I thought the other two kind of kissed up to him a little bit cuz yeah. they want his vote or you know, it's something like yeah. that, but I do think that he deserves even though the process that got him the nomination, if he's the nominee, he deserves the I time. mean, it's he's not really any Oz Griebel 4 years ago. Right. Oz had a if small, a real following. Yeah. He was a legit guy. You know, he'd been around the state. He'd really been talking about the issues. Uh, Hodling kind of came from nowhere. But he's the nominee of the Independent Party. The Independent Party's on the ballot. His name is on the ballot. The three candidates whose names are on the ballot will be in our debate, and we're in the debate yesterday. We're talking with Rick Green, a managing editor at WTNH. And I'm just curious. I mean, you've covered politics for, honestly, a, a couple of decades and there's been strife, I mean, going back to, you know, Gore, Bush versus yeah. Gore and, and everything like that. And how do you feel as someone who's been through this about the state of the system right now? I feel like, like I'm glad I live in Connecticut, to be honest with you. I think we have a fairly healthy political system here. We don't have voter fraud here in Connecticut, despite what some people seem to think. Um, uh, would be nice to have a stronger Republican Party here. I think that would hold the Democrats in check a little bit more. If we had more Dem Republicans in the legislature, we might see uh, more happening there. Uh, Why hasn't that happened? Is that just because the yeah. Republican side has a talent issue? or That's a tough one. I think candidates, getting people to run and do that. How are you going to leave your job for six months of the, of the year to be in the legislature? 
Uh, but I, I think, you know, we could use more candidates in Connecticut and use more young candidates. We do still have this problem like we're seeing in Washington of like we've got some older folks who have, are holding on to their legislative seats here. Be nice to get some fresh blood in there. It would, and I think about, you know, there's all this comments. There was, you know, we don't, we're not supposed to talk about surveys too much, but most people think there should be age limits. Yeah, and I think that's approaching it wrong. I, I don't think age limits is the issue. I, I think that people like Trump and Biden and Blumenthal, they, I think that they are probably on the older side. Pelosi, and, yeah, yeah, and 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 I think it is an issue, but we don't know what in a hundred years what science is going to be. I mean, I'm not trying to be like oh, right. Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights, yeah. but you don't know. And so, to me, term limits are more important. But you can't get people to agree to term limits because they yeah. don't want to put an end point to their jobs. Right. I mean, this is something we've been talking about forever. Yeah. How does that change? Uh, I don't have an answer on that one, Brian. Uh, I think. I mean, I I don't have a problem with age limits. I think it wouldn't hurt to say. 80, maybe? What I mean, if 80 becomes the new 60? This is a problem, right? <laughs> right, that, that, that's my issue with it. 60. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, I, I mean, but, I, I, would, I think you got to start with something. I think age limit is a, is a start. But, I, I, you know, it's funny, because I, I don't want to be ageist or, or yeah. offensive about it, but, you know, when you're in your late 70s and you're in power, and what, what you see is you just see people, they get power and then they get late, late stage in their life wealth and and they don't want to let and go of it it's bipartisan it's not it's democrat and republican if you look just look in dc the age of everybody yeah i mean i don't see how it would ever it would ever change because anyone who runs on like election reform people glass over yeah. you talk if you run it like the affordable housing you say people yeah. their eyes literally glaze over right. when you talk about term limits you run on yeah. that you will right. lose right. right well exactly yeah what's the one thing yesterday that got people excited in that debate it was abortion right that got a little life in things. Yeah, I mean, the, some of the ads, I mean, we're looking up there, we have third-party yeah. third ads. Do you, yeah. The last question I have is yeah. we've seen all these hits, whether it's, you know, the, all the money coming in yeah. the fifth. Uh, is, it, is it any nastier than previous cycles, or is it on par? I don't think it's, it's nastier. I don't think it's nastier. I mean, some of that stuff, particularly as we're looking in the fifth district now, which appears to be probably the race of the election, Logan and, and Johanna Hayes, uh, that stuff can, is, is getting nastier, but there's a lot of ads now. I mean, I, no, I don't, I don't see it as more nasty this time. You know, I want to get into the state of journalism, uh, uh, your career, and I yeah. have other stuff I want to talk about. I mean, I'd, I'd love for you to come back, maybe spend a whole hour, uh, because, I mean, listen, when did you start at The Current? When was your first byline? Uh, my first byline. 80, 80 what? Was my first byline in The Current was right about now in 1986. Red Sox. Oh, that was a good one. Was, well, until they lost. Well, yeah. so you were you were like the third reporter pulled in on that beat. Or no, something? I, no, no, no. I was that was just the time of the Red Sox. Oh, no, no you, I was writing about. Uh, I was working out of Middletown in those days. Nice. Yeah, back uh, when you know we had news bureaus all over the all state. over the state. Different time in journalism. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll have you back in, uh, on your on your way into work. Uh, you've been listening to Rick Green, managing editor at WTNH, longtime reporter, columnist, and editor at the Hartford Current. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 